All right, here we go. Welcome in, everyone. Another episode of the Final Score Podcast. And uh, please welcome in a couple of guests this week, one of whom took an icy plunge uh, down in Annapolis uh, this morning at Sandy Point State Park. Uh, participated in the polar plunge down there, and that's the reason why we're having him on this week. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, one of my guests uh, retired uh, from, from Catoctin High School, uh, coaching varsity football there for 29 seasons, 42 years overall. Uh, a beloved figure in the community and uh, the school, uh, Doug Williams, uh, joins us once again. He was just on a couple of weeks ago talking about his state football championship. And joining Doug in the studio with uh, with me is uh, Paul Dumars, uh, his longtime assistant. B- uh, been with him since since day one, right, Paul? Uh, Correct. How, how did how did this partnership come about? Uh, we'll, we'll 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 start right there. Okay. Um, that's, that's an easy one. Um, I'd, I'd, uh, been coaching for six years at Middletown as a JV coach. And, um, I decided not to go back to Middletown. So I was, I thought I was on summer break and I was swinging on a, on a bench with my wife and phone call. She said it was Doug Williams on the line. Now the Washington Redskins had just won the Super Bowl. Wow! And with he's, he's Doug Williams he, as he, he's the quarterback, call, he's calling you now. Yeah. Well, I didn't think that right away, but after talking to him, I I I, I came back out, and she's like, well, "Who was it?" I'm like, "It was Doug Williams offering me a job to to coach at Catoctin." I'm like, "But I thought he was down south in Louisiana somewhere." You know, um, and because I, I, I thought he was—I mean, he's—he's he's a brother of mine, but I didn't think he was a brother. Yeah. Either. How how did you how did you meet Doug? How did, how did you know Doug? Well, he he offered me a job, and I was like, well, we need to meet because I. Oh, I, you 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 had never met Doug before. Ever, never. So did I, you like? Were you like, who's this? When, when, when I didn't know who yeah. Doug Williams was. He he told me that a a, a buddy that um, I taught with, he got my name from him jack davis so so we met and um we met in a closet that was his office at first when we first started our we're gonna get into this doug's got lots of these stories that that we're we're gonna get into but we were in his office and uh and he told me a few things and i was like well i sometimes i do that and i don't like my coaches to chew and sometimes i do that and but he needed. He was really. He was really. Uh, so why didn't you walk desperate. out? Of, why didn't you walk out of the closet on the spot? Because uh, uh, I. Why didn't he not? Fi- he should have not hired me. I mean, I, right. I thought the same thing. Three strikes and you're out. But um, that didn't happen, thankfully. And uh, I've been blessed with 29 years coaching with him. So, so you had you had the job walking out of that closet. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have any other coaches at the time, did you? Right. So. And how did you come across Paul's name, Doug? Uh, well, I was a new new man to the area, so I didn't knew, know anybody uh, except Lynn Carr. So you were just cold calling coaches. As, and uh, some of the guys in the area said, and Jack Davis, one of them who I uh, barely met, said there might be a guy over in Middletown might be interested. And, uh, he coached over there for a while, so I gave Paul a call. And, uh, praise the Lord, Paul came and interviewed and, Hired him on the spot because uh, I didn't have anybody else. So right, but, but <laughs> I had anybody else. I I had to grab him right off there, right off the bat. Right, but but you could have said you could have met, you could have talked, and you could have said, well, let, let me. Paul could have said, let me think about it. You could have said, let me think about it. But you guys, that partnership formed right, right, right there in that. I didn't have any other choices, so I had to go. With Paul. <laughs> right. He's desperate. Well, he right. was desperate. What, what time of year was this? Like how? I was in summertime. Uh, summertime. That, that, that was. It was two weeks before camp started. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay, so late. you were literally. Maybe so you, a week. I don't so know. if you, so you were up against it. Yeah, time, time, time wise, like yeah, like had, if, this, if this was happening in like January, maybe you would have said, "Let me let me think about it." Um, well, no, I liked uh, the interview. No, no, no. Yeah. He, he, I liked everything about him. Right. He, was, so, he, was, he was very very desperate. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your first impression of Doug? Um, meeting him yes. in person. Yes. Um, uh, good man. You, um, you, you sense that from from the very start, without doubt. Yeah, just with talking with him and his coaching philosophies, it wasn't really football. It was more 
family oriented. Um, so I thought, I, and I wanted, I I did want to coach on a varsity team because okay. I've been coaching JV. So, so this was a chance to move up the ranks for you. Correct. Right. And what was your first impression of Paul, Doug? Well, uh, whenever I interview, interview a football coach, I stole from uh, one of the guys I looked up to is Woody Hayes, is I never ask him X's and O's because I always figured uh, I can teach him the X's and O's I want to teach him. Uh, but I ask him about his philosophy on, on, you know, ask him on philosophy on marriage and fatherhood and, you know, how do you, how do you coach kids and what do you feel about kids and how you deal with parents and how you deal with problems, how do you deal with success and, and how important is loyalty to you. So I rarely ask him anything about X's and O's because I can teach that, but you can't teach character. And it was obvious that Paul's mom and dad did an amazing job of raising him. So uh, that intrigued me right off the bat about so him. You're trying to learn about these people as people, not, yes. not, not football yeah. coaches. Yes, yeah. right? it, it, coaches, you got to have the person first before you can have the coach. Right. Did you think when you were standing in that closet that this partnership was going to last 29 seasons, two state championships, 160-plus wins later? You'd, 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 be, you'd be on a podcast talking about this? No idea. Right. You know, um, only good Lord knew what was in store. So, right, Doug. When you came to Catoctin, did you think you were going to be there a, re- a really long time? I had no idea. It's just uh, you know we were in the private. My wife and I were in the, teaching in the private school sector, and the money wasn't very good down there. And that was down Anne Arundel County, and the homes down there are very expensive to to own. Right, and you're trying to raise a big and, family, and we're trying too, to raise yeah. a family, and. And uh, we just liked everything about Catoctin, everything. The, the school, the people, the the, the stadium, the, the area was was gorgeous. So, and then it was a it was a nice little raise too, from what we were used to. So, and then the houses uh, were affordable. So everything just fit pretty good. Thank you. Right. I, I, I've been meaning to ask you: Have you ever known a free moment in, in your in your life? I mean, your, your your family is so big. You have you have nine children. I mean, football. Coaching football is such a demanding job. Teaching is such a demanding job. Have you ever had a spare moment where you could just exhale and relax and well, breathe for a well, second? Well, before you give me too much credit, uh, my wife did the majority of the raising of your the wife, kids. Your she, wife, she, Susan. She, yeah. Yes, Susan. She she did the majority of the raising. She didn't have a free moment. I had some free moments here and there, but she never had a free moment. So she she gets all the credit for, for raising those children. I'm, I'm, I'm sure no doubt what you say is true, but when you came home from football practice you didn't have a long list of of, of chores and, 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 and well she and well she, she needed a little bit of break she needed a little bit of break when i came home. so, <laughs> that's, that's so I, I helped i helped that's but I mean. i'm you, telling I mean, you you didn't have a free moment either right you, but, you but she really school. didn't have a free right. moment uh, i right. mean yeah <clears> no i i understand but but <clears throat> but you like you like being busy don't you well, sure I do. I, I don't like being idle. I don't. I don't mind. It's, it's the devil's workshop. Right. Have yeah. you ever been bored in bored in your life? Oh, sure I have. Sure yeah. I have. But it was back when I was single. Right. It was okay. back my single days. Right. Yeah. I was going to say because you haven't had time to be bored since. No. Nah, so nah. yeah. It's just like everybody else. I'm not any different. Than right. Else. Well, what do you think of Doug's schedule there, Paul? Just just his family and just just his his commit his commitments. He ha- he's a man of many hats. Um, you know he he. Quite often would say, you know, time change hats, gotta go home. You know, put dad, papa hat on, or husband hat on, whatever the deal is. So um, he stays busy, without right. a doubt. Can you imagine raising nine kids? Whoo, hats off to him. <laughs> right. Um, I three was enough. We, you know, my wife and I had three girls, and um, got the hat trick. All yeah, it's girls. not like you have tons of free time uh, either. Well, things. You know, I got a quiet house now. We're empty nesters right now. Okay. So, uh, all three are are out, you know, trying to make make their life, you know. Um, so it's it's quiet. It's so quiet. My my wife got a dog, you know. Right. And so she, she has two of them she's now. Co- she's, me and uh, Jenny is still coaching still, right? Yeah. Well, she actually just retired from coaching this wow. year, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many years is that her, her, her. Oh gosh, I don't know. She she started with Debbie Phoebus. That's that's how I met my wife when I was coaching at Middletown. At Middletown. Yeah. And the JV field was right across from the field hockey field, so that's how we met. And so she was coaching four years. I don't know the answer to that question. You put me on the spot. Um, and then she 
left it once we she got pregnant with our our first child um and then our middle child when she went was going carly when she was going to middletown she was playing field hockey so jenny got back into coaching and the and the job came available and she's been coaching there since so carly high school i'm not gonna do the math so, so what's the, so what's the plan now how are we gonna fill up all this uh, free time um well we're trying to figure that out okay you know um it's not like i i maybe i should have said it now this is what i want to do when i retire um have an idea um my my wife will definitely keep me busy she's good at giving me a list of a honeydew list ever since i retired last year um i've had notes for me every morning when i wake up wait, you know wait, wait, which what, is what good. was your what was your day job paul what was my day job yeah. I, I taught for oh you did, you were a teacher for as well. okay. 35 yeah. years right. okay yeah mm -hmm. so I, I retired from teaching last january and um, you were at Catoctin too or i was at Catoctin. i was yeah. fortunate to be at Catoctin the last I don't even 20, know. 25-ish, 24, 25 years probably you, as a you, teacher. Were, were, but I've been coaching there what, for 29. Were you teaching phys ed too? No, I'm a, I, I was a shop teacher. Shop teacher, okay. Um, and I was at the at Thurmont Middle for a while. And I was at Thurmont Middle when I was coaching over in Middletown. So, you know, the fact – I don't live in Thurmont, but, you know, I'd been asked – one time prior to to move up and teach at the high school and i and i didn't take it but then once i started coaching with with doug there it was right. just a natural fit yeah we, we just had this discussion the other day in our sports department i mean aren't shop teachers the most nervous teachers there are out there for for for, for, for this reason because you, you, <laughs> you got kids work, working around a lot of <coughs> potentially dangerous equipment Excuse so me. yeah yeah um i was never really nervous about it um but i was you, very you skeptical it, yeah. about just putting any kid on the table saw or the joiner right. certain machines are a little more forgiving than others maybe i mean you don't want to have accents on any of them but yeah you're right you no, got, but, but you high school because they, they horse around they, they don't they, they, yeah they, they can they can do tension some, spans some, i know some, yeah some it was silly stuff I, so. I, that's probably my greatest uh, achievement everyone that came through my program left with all the fingers that they came in with uh, that, that, and me me as well that's so that's a su successful career right. but if you would have saw him in his classroom he was a he was a big time disciplinarian i mean them kids didn't screw around in his class for obvious reasons well right right, right. And, and that's why that's why all fingers were and were intact uh, over the course of his uh, career it's also too, why i didn't so. get a whole lot of christmas cards <laughs> <laughs> that's okay you, 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 you'll trade fingers for christmas absolutely, cards absolutely priorities yeah. no doubt all right, Doug. So let's get into the nuts and bolts. You've been doing this for a long time. I mean, you announced your decision officially over the weekend. Um, uh, how difficult was this decision, and, and sort of what went into it? What What were the big factors that went into it? Well, I've been thinking about it since uh, the summertime, and uh, you know, I'm getting not getting any younger, getting older, and the workload, the the head coaching workload is heavy, really heavy. Everybody just sees Friday night. Well, that's just a that's the tiny amount of time that, that, that head coaches put into uh, uh, getting their program running. And then the assistant coaches come in, and they're huge too. So uh, the workload was getting on me. And, um, uh, man, it's it's a young man's job. It's not an old man's job. So I'm getting to the point now where uh, I need to hand the ball off. And so uh, I, I – I'm gonna miss the I'm gonna miss the locker room. I'm gonna miss the coaches' room. Uh, the coaches' room was awesome, and the locker room was awesome, and and going to practice, believe it or not, uh, was awesome too. So those those areas I'll miss, but I won't miss any of the other stuff. So it was a hard decision only because I'm gonna miss the relationships. Uh, as far as all the other stuff goes, it, that wasn't a hard decision. Some people say, hey, you, you look at it and you're going out on top. But it sounds like in talking to you like the, your championship this season didn't really weigh heavily into your decision to leave now. Oh, it had absolutely nothing to do with it. Now, that was wonderful. Don't get me wrong. It was no, no, great, but had nothing to do with the decision whatsoever. I, I made my mind up in the, in the summertime. This is going to be the last year. Right. And when, when did you find out about this, uh, Paul? Last Friday morning. 
Okay. At five, whatever, five forty-five, and what, did you get a text message or a phone no? Call I, we or? met for breakfast. We have we have Friday morning breakfasts. Um, where where do you go? Mountain Gate. Okay. Yeah. Up in Thurmont, and he said you got to be there. And he was sitting in the parking lot when I got in there. And did you know it was coming? Uh, it was curveball. No, I didn't see it coming. You did? I had no idea. No, um, I, this was the first year I coached, not teaching, and okay. it was and I loved it. It was a blast because I I didn't yeah, get sidetracked from anything. I was just right, football. Yeah. Um, so I I thought thirty years sounds better than. 29 so i was thinking about coaching one more and then he threw me his curveball but but doug must be a poker player or something like during the course of the season he never tipped off he never said hey paul I, he was year. inquiring about it because right. i mean i gave him the name of a guy that you know helped me and my wife out making the de- the decision to retire i just thought with just look at the size of his family i thought maybe i'm like i, I thought he definitely um go out coaching as long as he was teaching when he told me in the parking lot i thought oh, so it was, you weren't even i thought the, it was you just even, you weren't even in the restaurant yet no we were i was in his car i thought he was talking about just football i didn't know he meant retiring from teaching as well which is you know if i knew he was retiring from teaching I, then i would have thought maybe football would come so, along with so it. you were walking into the restaurant and doug calls you into his his, his car yeah and, and so you knew something was up right there if you're not if yeah you, mentioned something to me about right. offering me the job i'm like are you crazy right <laughs> I don't now, want now, now we know how we can fill up your free time you're, you're, <laughs> I, I heard there's an opening at catoctin high school for yeah. a varsity football coach doesn't have paul dumars <laughs> name on it i can tell you that right but so what was your overriding emotion shock um yeah yeah i was if you ask if you're talking to my wife i was a wreck that whole day um <laughs> yeah did, did you try and i say, cried hey, a lot you did okay. yeah i did yeah yeah good run oh, no doubt about it absolutely so um uh did, did you did you try and Say hey, well, what are you thinking? Well, let's 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 hang on for one more year. Or? No, I wasn't going to talk him out of that. Yeah, um, he doesn't make uh, decisions like that. He he prays on him, sleeps on him. I, once he told me that, I knew it was, our run was over. So, right. you know, it's all good. Right. So, but but how? Do, but, but but how do you go out? Just didn't have a you can't have a normal breakfast after after something like that, can you? I don't think I ate all my breakfast that day. Yeah, I took half an omelet home with me. Right, but hey, spent twenty nine years with with this man, good man. Right, the, Doug, was this an emotional decision at all uh, for you? Oh, it was very emotional. I mean, think about it. I'm 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 cutting off full time uh, relationships, so now they're going to go to a part time relationship. So that that's that bothers me. That bothers me. Right. I mean, I'm you know. Uh, you can count your good friends on one hand when you when you get get to be old. So when you go from full time friendship to part time friendship, that 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 hurts. Right. You were looking for a chance to tell your players the news. You had been looking for for a couple of weeks, I guess. And on Saturday, you guys were honored prior to the Mount St. Mary's basketball game up at Not Arena in, in, in Emmitsburg, and and you felt this was your moment, right? Well, I, I had to get it out because I couldn't have delayed it any longer because they got to find a new guy. So I had to find the right time. I didn't want to say it before the banquet. I didn't want to – before the state championship, no distractions with the team. I didn't want to say it before the banquet. did not want to take away the amazing season that those kids had. And uh, I didn't want to say it um, – I, 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 so that was the ideal time. I thought, hey, I got to get this out. <laughs> it's already January. What is the seventeenth or eighteenth or nineteenth uh, or twentieth? So they they got to get in the search for a new coach. So uh, the program is. Everybody knows that uh, once uh, after January first, uh, the new season starts for every program in the whole country. If they're worth anything, right, everyone everyone's lifting weights and yes, and, 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 right, and yeah. so they're talking about personnel and offense and defense, X's and O's and responsibilities. So I, I couldn't put it off any longer. So I had everybody there. It was going to be a quick in and out. Yeah, I didn't this, want to be this, hanging around. This is before the game. You, you're, this you, you, you this is after it. they got introduced. Okay, I didn't want to tell them before that. 
uh, that had been a distraction. So then I called them back into the room after they introduced. So, so you're introduced before the game, yeah. and, then, and then you're calling everyone into a back side into room. The there, room. Yeah. right, right. And, and what, what, what set the set the scene? What, what, what's the room like? How are you nervous? What, what, what are you feeling? Well, like I was a little nervous because I didn't know how they were going to react. I didn't want them. I just wanted to be a nice hug or two or handshake, and then boom, go. Let's go watch the game. <laughs> let's move on. Time moves on. Is that what you got, or did you get something uh, else? Well, we weren't in there long. We were in there long. I mean, right. It was it was a real short, emotional, very quick, emotional. That's what I wanted. I don't want me right. hanging around. Do you think people were really surprised at what, oh, what you sure said? Yeah. They, they were very surprised. Right. But um, that time moves on. Right. Well, what what was this season like for you? It, it seemed like you were having as much fun as you ever had. I saw, I saw you dancing after games. You were you were diving into into piles after games. It seems like you were enjoying the job as much as, as much as ever. Well, well, if you know anything about coaching, first of all, it starts with your assistant coaches. If your assistant coaches get along and they're team players and they buy into what you're trying to accomplish, that, believe it or not, is, ooh, I'd say, ooh, 85% of the job. And my assistant coaches did all of that. They did all of that. So that was very enjoyable season to coach with those guys. Very enjoyable. Doesn't mean we grieved everything. They're not yes sirs. They get in, we get in the meeting, uh, everybody expresses their opinion, and then I uh, make a decision what we're going to do, and then they live with it. And it doesn't mean they have to agree with it, but they live with it. And that's what they did. And so that was thoroughly enjoyable, thoroughly enjoyable, because that hasn't always happened. And this year it did. Uh, and, then you get, and then it comes down to the last 15% is the kids. It's not, everybody thinks it's the wins and the losses. It's not. It's the kids. Do, are the kids coachable? Uh, do they buy in? And are they team players? If they're all three of those, then it's, it's an amazing run. It doesn't, has nothing to do with your wins and losses. Uh, you can't control that, believe it or not. Right. But, well, so. When, when a player comes into your program, what is your objective with that player? Obviously, you'd like is to he a team player? Games. Is right. he a team player? Right. That's the bottom line. Right. Is he a team player? Well, you don't always get team players. Right. I'm sorry to say that. That's our society. Not everybody buys in and wants to be a team player. You get individuals. Well, individuals don't last in football teams. Only team players last. And uh, this team was a team player team. Right. But when you work with a kid, I know your vision is beyond football. We're, we're talking about life here, how, how these kids are going to succeed and, and do well in life. That, that seems to be one of your primary objectives, too. Well, we as, we as coaches, all of us, all of us, we're just an extension of their parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles. And so we try to, we try to add to and extend what the parents have already set up. Because, you know, these kids have regular lives. they got people who die in their lives. People have cancer. Um, they lose, their parents lose their job. Uh, we had some homeless kids. So uh, life gets tough. And football is a nice vehicle to try to teach kids uh, behind their parents, with their parents in the lead, and we're coming behind. So it's th- that that part is I'm going to miss because it, it, it's amazing how when you have kids buy in and they're team players and, and you treat them with respect, which my coaches do, um, they'll tell you anything. <laughs> they'll tell you anything, anything there is. And it really turns into wonderful life lessons if all that's gelling. Your staff has been together for for a number of years. I mean, there's there's lots of familiar faces on the staff. Maybe Paul well, Paul's obviously your longest tenured coach, but but a lot of your guys have been with you for a long well, time. Well, there's a few I've been with us for for a while. We lost some. We lost three veterans the last two years. Okay, we had guys that were with us for a very long time, three of them, and so we had a couple new ones, and then we had a former player who's been with us the last ooh, five years. So it was split between being old coaches and and semi new. Right. Well, what, what were typical meetings like with you guys, Paul? Did you did you butt heads a lot, or were you on the same page a lot, or um, meetings, or or you mean at, just after you, the meeting in in the coach's office? Either one. Yeah. He, he's pretty easy to talk to. Right. No. I, I, we, yeah. I, I mean, and that. and I'm pretty good at saying what's on my mind to a fault, maybe. Um, so he always knew where I was coming from because I I can't hide my emotions very well right so um he he knew before i said anything if 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 something was wrong because he could tell by looking at me more than likely and you can Um, do the same right 
Absolutely. You know, it's you know you've been around somebody when you can almost say what they're going to say. Right. You know, it's kind of like the relationship I have my, with my wife. You know, we'll say things at the same time simultaneously. Mm-hmm. The same thing. Um, uh, he he's he's more than just a a coach. He's 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 definitely my brother, man. Um, good friend. Right. Made me a better man. Right. Uh, th- did you ever have moments where you really did you see eye to eye most of the time, or did you ever have moments where you, you really had to? We didn't ha- see ha- eye to eye all the time. Out, yeah, but uh, he's he's the chief, and I'm the engine. So when he you know tells us what we're gonna do, I'm that's what we're gonna do. Right. You know, um, and don't look back. Right. When when someone came in came onto the staff, I mean, they had to. You guys sort of had to feel the same way about him, didn't you? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We we're 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 blessed with the staff. Uh, I mean, and it's been pre- pretty consistent. There's been changes throughout the years. You know, people move on because of their jobs, what have you. But um, but you know, the, those same people that aren't coaching anymore are somehow tied in with the program. You know, one way or another, whether it's helping out in the weight room, um, coming to the to the games. Uh, uh, Guy Nesbitt used to coach with us. He's he's our was our team chaplain this this year. You know, before games. So that that says something. When people want to, when they leave because they have to, and they but they come back, um, it says something about a a, a program because um, people come back. Right. Um, they might not be full time, but they're they're still interested in and around. And you guys, you guys same been, thing with kids. You guys have been a well-oiled machine for 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 a long time up there. It I, seems, yeah. I, he runs a good ship. Yes, yeah, I'd say so. Right. Um, and just some years we, you know, we have more athletes than others. Right. And this was a good year for our athletes. Right. What did you appreciate the most about this season, Paul? How coachable our kids were. Uh, it's it's been a pleasure to coach with with Doug and. And all the assistants, we have fun. I mean, we we don't do it for the money. Right. I mean, if we did, we we're not very smart. And, um, and you don't have you don't have sons on the team either, so you don't. Have I, to, I to, love the uh, game, man. Right. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I can't play it anymore. So ne- ne- next best thing is being right there and coaching it, and and forming relationships with the players. You know, that's and then that's what Doug pushes. He pushes family, and it's sincere. It's not. It's not you know a line. Um, the the most enjoyable part of this season was how selfless and how coachable our kids were because they were that they, they they kept getting better. Um, Talent only takes you so far, right? Correct. But 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 having everybody together, um, the I mean, you couldn't have wrote the ending to our our year. The last two games, I mean. I would have lost money because you know. Yeah, Fort Hill and Dunbar. We're talking about the running clock on Fort Fort Hill. Yeah, I I would have lost money on that one. Um, But our kids were were so prepared because they put the time into it. I think our team was by far the they watched huddle the most of any team. And if you do do enough of that, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna know your opponent. And when you do. You go into a game with some pretty good confidence, and and they played like it. It was it was a pleasure coaching. Did you see a state championship run in this group? I did not. You don't know. You you have high expectations. To be honest with you. Um, we, I, everyone asked you that, and I was like, I don't know, but we're 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 pretty good. And we didn't know how good we were until our first loss to Walkersville. Um, that could have been a win. That was it should have been a win. win. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't cash in on the opportunities. So I'm not saying we should have. I just said I know we felt that way, and so did the players. So that was the big turning point in our season. We weren't sure how. We knew we were good. We didn't know how good. Uh, after that, we just kept getting better, and um, and that's 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 to the kids, right. the players, man. They, and, and you know. I'm t- I'm just telling you it was it was a it was a blast season to to where um you know that's why I wanted to, I don't, I'm gonna keep keep it going but but all things right. all but things isn't there something to be going out on top though absolutely and I and I thought about it with my wife after we we won and I'm like when I retired I was like what are you gonna do I don't know but I'm gonna do whatever I 
have pleasure in doing because life's too short. So I enjoy coaching football. Um, so I'm coaching football until it's not fun. If it's not fun, I'm I'm done. Um, and I I I enjoy golfing. I know he does, and I'm trying to get him into golfing because you know, I could have another. Have golf. you ever played golf with Doc? No, he 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 won't he won't play with me. I try to get him, you know, be a caddy, maybe. Maybe I can get him out as a caddy, and we can just sh- shoot the bull on a golf course. But I'm work, I'm work. I got part time job at a golf course because I, I can golf for free. Right. So was, was this pre, <laughs> was was this uh, preordained, Paul? Were you done when Doug was done, or could you? Have, what if Doug hung on for fifteen more years? Were you gonna, Were you going to be with him for fifteen more years? Uh, I, I don't know. I just knew I was going to go one more with him. Right. I don't, sure. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. He's right. not sure if he's done yet. Okay. Yeah, a lot of things have to happen. Okay. Depends on what happens. Right. Now, Doug, as a child, you moved around the country quite a bit, didn't you? Yes. Well, well, well you lived in a bunch of different places. Ohio. You, eighteen, uh, eighteen places. Eighteen places. <laughs> yes. Uh, from 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 when you were a little a small child, to, to right. when when did you stop moving? Uh, once I um, Thermont. Once I went to Thermont. <laughs> once I moved right. to Thermont. Is, is, isn't that hard? I mean, uh, it, it was it was a very hard as a young child, as a, as a young teenager, very difficult. But it it was now I look back on it, it was awesome, uh, but not at the time. What was the longest you ever lived in a, in one spot? Ther- Thermont. Well, well, yeah, but before before that, that it was seven years. Seven before years. Before that, okay. seven years. Right. How how'd you meet your wife, Susan? Uh, I met her in Baltimore, and. Uh, uh, worked at a place called Metro Nautilus Fitness Center. So basically, I was a um, trainer at this and at a spa, and she was uh, she was a secretary. So in in Baltimore, so that's how we met. That, that's how your relationship um, began. Yes. So, but you were a coach before you were even in college, right? Yes. Yeah. The first year I was out of high school, I didn't go to college right away. So I coached uh, youth football, and that's where I. Fell in love with it, coaching, right. and, and, and the thinking. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was I can't play football anymore, but I want. I want to. I love the game too much, and I need to stay involved somehow. Oh, uh, so. football propelled my whole life. It. It. it uh, it's the only reason I went to college was to play football. Only reason. You were. You were at Wesley, right? What, what Wesley College? Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason I went to college was to play football, and then after a while. I figured out I wasn't that dang on good at football. <laughs> well, what is what is that? What is that realization like? <laughs> well, well, as soon as I started college, I yeah. mean, I was I was a pretty decent high school player, but you know, once you go to college, uh, things change dramatically. I'm not as big and as fast as I was in high school, like everybody else is. Right, and that, or everyone's as big as fast. As oh, they're, as no, they're are, bigger yeah. and they're faster. Well, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they're right, bigger and faster too. than me. Like every, everyone's good all every, of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. everybody's yeah. real good. Right. So, Absolutely. So then I came to realization that I ain't going to be able to play much longer here. Um, so then the next best thing was coaching. So coaching, uh, coaching got my job, my first teaching job. Coaching got my job at Catoctin. They hired me as a coach first and a teacher second. Believe it or not, I don't care who you talk to. That's a fact. Right. Same thing in my first year at Southern School. They hired me as a coach first, then as a teacher. Right. And I remember you telling me the story. It was after one of your big wins. Like you were, you were. I think you were at Calvert Hall, and you were at a banquet with your wife, and someone mentioned the name Catoctin High School. And you said Catoctin. I've, I've never heard of that. Where, where, where's Catoctin? Actually, right? we were at Severn. Oh, and we were at the okay. Scholar Athlete Banquet. And they go around the room and introduce the 90 candidates. And they said, and uh, Billy Smith from Catoctin High School. And we looked at each other and said, where is Catoctin High School? Did you, within did you, a, within six, uh, seven months, I was hired at Catoctin High School. Did Amazing. you go home and look it up? or did No, it, no. Or, didn't yeah. even cross my mind. Right, right. <laughs> well, uh, so, so you you were at Towson too. You went from Wesley, which is like a prep school, right? Well, no, Wesley was a junior college. A junior, a junior college, college. Okay, at yeah. the time. Now right. it's a four year school. Okay, and, and then you wound up at uh, Towson. Towson, okay. Correct. And, and what were you studying at Towson? Well, I was studying football. Until I figured out, until <laughs> I figured out that I wasn't even close to being any gooder than other guys, right. and then I had to get PE. P- P- degree. F- f- so phys ed. So, yeah. so you were on mm-hmm. you were on this coaching phys ed track yes, right correct. away. And correct. even even before you got to college, when you, your coaching job was with the youth football team, you loved it right from oh, the start. Oh, no, right? it was it was you, awesome. You knew what you were supposed to be doing right away. Well, so it's what I enjoyed. Like Paul said, it's what I enjoyed. So I said, now how can I get paid to do that? Right. And uh, so, so you wound up Calvert Hall was your first yes. job coming out of college. Yeah. yeah. 
And you were a defensive assistant at Calvert Hall. I was defensive line coach, yeah, which I knew nothing about. Right. <laughs> how, how did you learn? Uh, they threw me into the fire, so I learned into the that's fire. The best cause that, way, to, best way we, to learn, right? Because we were yeah. the Calvert Hall was real good, amazingly good, uh, but one of the best teams around uh, at that time. And they're still good. Uh, but the, the head coach, Augie Masellers, gave me a shot. Come league gave me a shot when I didn't know squat. Uh, but he threw me in there, and I had to learn real fast because, believe it or not, my first year, the players knew more than I did, and they knew it. <laughs> but they, but they, they bought me, they let me, I, they, I bought in, and it worked out amazing. I loved Calvert Hall. What were, what were the Thanksgiving games like? They were Royal amazing. Uh, Ten thousand people at Memorial Stadium. They were amazing, right. unbelievable. So, so again, you knew you were on the right track. Oh you, my gosh, you, you I mean, were doing the right thing. It was yeah. so much fun. It was so intense. 10,000 people screaming at a high school game. I'm like, man, this is pretty cool. Right. <laughs> well, were, you, were you teaching at the time? No. Too? No, I was doing million-odd jobs. Uh, so, a million-odd jobs yeah. that pay the bills. The, pay the, the bills, yeah, three jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Well, what, were, what were your odd jobs? Uh, cut lawns during the day, uh, cut firewood, uh, deliver new pa- newspapers nights. And then finally, the Lord gave me a part-time, real good-paying job at UPS at yeah. night. What's, what's the longest night of sleep you've ever had? Oh, I've had plenty of sleep. Okay. I've had plenty of sleep. Right. He sleeps good. It's, it's, he sleeps it was good. my wife. It was my, it was my wife didn't get any sleep. <laughs> okay. He goes to bed at like 9 o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I know that. But and I he's up sure. at 3. He's my wife. I know he gets up early. Yes. So yes I was, I don't, give sure me, don't give me any credit. It yeah. was her. Right. <laughs> so, so, so you're at Calvert Hall, and then an opportunity at Severn School comes about. How so? How did that opportunity? That was amazing because the Lord was in charge of every step of the way. 100%. Show you how crazy it was. Uh, Jeff Mann, who is, uh, worked at Metro Knowles Fitness Center, uh, knew uh, Bobby Ross at Maryland. Somehow, I don't know how they knew each other. So Bobby Ross hires Jeff Mann as a tight ends coach. So Jeff Mann's at Maryland, and then Lynn, uh, Lynn Carr. Uh, so Jeff, no, Jeff Mann was recruiting, and he figured out, uh, found out that Severn was looking for a football coach. So they gave him my name because I knew him and he knew my wife. So they interviewed me. I got hired. So then, uh, one up Severn School, Jeff um, Lynn Carr from Frederick County talked to Jeff Mann and said, "Does he know any coaches that might be interested in coming to Frederick County?" He mentioned my name again, and so then I came up here and interviewed, and that's how we got hired. So through Jeff Mann. Um, the Jeff Mann. No, but you. Line. But, but I'm talking about the Severn School. How did you get hired? Jeff Mann. Okay. Jeff yeah. Mann. Alfred okay. gave him my name, so he okay. he he got me two. He okay. gave me two two uh, uh, jobs. And, and you were you were at Severn for seven years. Seven years. Mm-hmm. And, and did you feel you had a good grasp of being a head coach by the time you left there? Yeah, yeah, I didn't, but I thought I did at the time. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, when you teach in a private school and then you go to a public school, that's two different animals. Totally what, what, two different animals. Well, in, in private school, the, the schools are parent-driven, 100% parent-driven. And then when you come to public school, they're not parent-driven. They're, they're kid-driven. So it was a, that was a big – and in the classroom, too. Oh, my gosh. In the classroom, seventh school, I hardly had any discipline problems. I mean, hardly at all because the kids were paying for their education, so grades really was important to them. And their parents made it that way. Right. Whereas you come to public school, I mean, most of the kids care about their grades, but not all the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so Catoctin resurfaces in your life. Did, 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 you, did you look at your wife and smile that here's this school Catoctin again? Did you recall your moment from the banquet when you said, well, Catoctin? Where, oh, where, oh yeah, we, Catoctin? Yeah, we, yeah, we still so, talk about I mean, everyone. It's a great while. Right. That. that was amazing. Yeah, and, 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 you, and you came up to get a Thermont and you and – you, it sounds like you fell in love right away. You loved the stadium. You loved the area. I mean, you knew this was a good place to raise a family and, and all those things. Oh, it, 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 everything was good about it, every single thing. And, you know, and then the Lord uh, led Paul to me. You know, Paul's my right-hand man, been my right-hand man for 29 <laughs> years. And uh, you heard me say this a thousand times, is you're only as good as your assistant coaches. And, Paul, uh, and Paul, you, you need – you need somebody who can put your anchor in. And Paul, Paul was that guy. Paul was, you know, Paul's been through thick and thin. You know, we all, weren't always desperate. Good. We weren't always good at the top. <laughs> I know. Time, time, it was the time. It was the time. He had to. He would have hired me if I wanted. Him, right, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> he need bodies. No. So we weren't always good at Catoctin. So Paul stuck stuck through it, and 
I knew I had something special there. Paul's not a yes man. Didn't want a yes man. I just wanted a team player. Didn't need a yes man. And that, that was Paul. Paul would always express his opinion strongly. Uh, but then, but then when we left the coach's room, he was a team player. Paul's got such a distinct voice, too. Uh, there's a certain equality to it. I bet you never had to tell Paul to speak up on the on, on the practice field. Oh, no, i got to tell you this boot, story. The first year we were <laughs> coaching. Paul can get your attention with his oh, voice, right? Well, yeah. I listen to the story. The first year we were coaching, we go down to, um, 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 it was at Brooklyn, Brooklyn Park High School. And there, and he, I put Paul up in the booth because Paul, he had the most knowledge on the staff about how to scout from up top and say what the defense is running, what the offense is running. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and their, the, their booth up there was up on telephone poles, and we had headphones so you don't need to scream. Well, Paul was screaming so loud he almost fell out of the booth. He would have killed himself if he'd have landed. He was screaming, screaming, screaming. I figured out after that game, I said, okay, it's not a good idea to have Paul. We need to have Paul down on the sideline. <laughs> for, so for, sa- for his own safety, it sounds like. Well, not only that, <laughs> but it didn't work up in the booth. It, wasn't good. it didn't work it wasn't good. good. So, so, so Paul that was, was my first coaching move. Paul, move was, Paul, on the Paul was rattling the booth with his, with the, uh, with oh, his oh, voice? Oh, gosh, yeah. everybody in the whole stadium knew he was up there. So right. Was he giving away your play calls? No, oh, no, no. He wasn't doing that. He just right. screaming and, and, and at the players right. and – has anyone ever uh, had to tell you to speak up, Paul? Um, I, I bet not. Don't think so. Probably not. I mean, you have that. You have that effect. I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you no, have an no. effect on people. I mean, you catch people's attention with with, with the way you speak. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, one of your assets. Not, right? Okay. Yeah. As long as it's an asset. Right. <laughs> no, the, the, <laughs> you, you don't look at it. My, that my, way? No, my, my wife might think different about that at times. <laughs> I don't know. But. Did she ever tell you? Pipe down? Um, well, there's been occasions, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told. Right. Do you, th- do you think players so- sort of feared you at first until they got to know you a little bit? No, they all love yeah. me. They all love right. me. Right. Paul's a puppy dog, isn't he, Doug? No, I really no. am. <laughs> he, it, his his <laughs> bark is louder than his bite. But the, yeah, over the years, yeah. Paul was, you know, he was still young and fiery there 29 years ago. Not, so he, he lost the, You're saying he lost the fire? He was No, no, no. He didn't lose the fire. He got it under control. He I got lost, it under control. Uh, or gained white hair. He, he, got, <laughs> he got it under control. He, he got wiser. So he he did the same communication at, at a lower uh, uh, lower level. Right. So Paul you were you've been running the defense all these years, right? Defense special I'm teams just, or I'm you're, just you're the utility that's man. That's correct. Everybody no, he's, everybody he's defense. everybody's yeah. coaching defense. Everyone coaches offense. You know, as far as and I think that's one thing if I was gonna and I'm not gonna ever be a head coach, but if I would if I were to be, um Doug's always had everybody and I think it's it's a awesome concept um i might have called the defense he might have called the offensive plays but every coach on our staff has a position on defense has a position or more on on offense and has responsibilities on special teams so there's no finger pointing it's not like hey your defense did this or hey your offense is screwing up um everybody's it's a it's a you know team family affair we're all we all have a, a, you know, a piece of the, of the puzzle, whether it's success or, or failure. Right. Let's reset for a second here. We're talking to uh, Doug Williams and uh, Paul Dumars, uh, Catoctin football coaches. Doug uh, coached uh, – they both coached at Catoctin for, for 29 seasons now. Both love the game. And then on Saturday, Doug announced his retirement officially uh, from Catoctin High School. Uh, almost almost uh, three decades uh, at, at the school, uh, and they were uh, state champions this year. Catoctin, thirteen and one, one uh, A state champs, beat to beat two of the finest one A programs in the state along the way. Fort Hill, uh, running clock in the semifinals, and then and then Dunbar High School, uh, a pretty good thumping uh, there in in, in in the state final too. So Damn so. Uh, what a way to go out! And uh, uh, Kurt, Kurt Stein, he's 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 the head coach at, at Oakdale's won a state title there uh, uh, in 2018, uh, not not that long ago, right before you guys did. And and Kurt tells the story where he was coming to Maryland, and he Doug, I think he was scheduled to talk to Doug, and he shows up at the school, and he's not sure where Doug is, and all of a sudden he hears this voice coming from a van, and and and, and Doug is calling young Kurt Stein, and probably. 22 years old 21 22 years old at the time into into a van for a for a, what else the job interview not, not unlike van. a closet right paul yeah it was work van 
So uh, it, <laughs> it, it seems like when you have these unusual interview environments you, you, with these candidates, it, it turns out really well. The, the, yeah. the, does it not? Yeah, he's he's got good judge of character. Right. What, what, what was that? What was that? You, you hired Kurt right <laughs> on the spot too, right? Yes. Uh, well, Kurt, Kurt, you know, he was young. He he was very knowledgeable. He's enthusiastic. Um, but he, he had good character. Show me good character. I mean, you, you can find out not everything about a person within a 30-minute um, talk, but you can find out a lot if you ask the right questions. And and uh, like I said before, I, I read Woody Hayes' book. Uh, he was my idol growing up, and uh, that's the number one thing he did was find out what kind of person, human being these guys are before you even mention one thing about X's and O's. And, and Kurt, you know, his character showed up right away. So that, that was an easy hire. But that then was something about the, the, the conversation has to turn to X's and O's. It, but point, but right? not yeah. much, though. Yeah. Not, mm, not, not much. much. Not much. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to have some. But, 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 but football is such a crazy sport. There's so many defenses out there. There's so many offenses out there. So many special teams. The only thing that has anything in common is blocking and tackling. So, uh, you, you know, if if a if a coach is a team player, and he's teachable, you can teach him anything. Right. Well, why have you and Paul worked so well for so long? Do you look at things the same way? Do you look at the game and life the same way? Are you? Or do you look at them differently? And just you, your views complement each other, or just why is this partnership been so good for so long? Well, I'm going back to an interview. His mom and dad uh, were family people. And uh, they did a heck of a job raising him. So if if, if I can if I can find an honest person who's a, who's a family man uh, who cares about kids, kids are first, kids are first, and then I want to teach kids how to be young men in addition to their parents. Um, Paul Paul was that guy right off the bat. So um, I, I I knew the Lord put him into my life to help our program so it was it was an easy it was an easy pick are you and doug philosophically aligned there paul or, or, or do you sort of put each other in alignment with with differing viewpoints <laughs> no i think we're we're pretty much in line right yeah you are. now people that know both of us would say we're total opposites probably i don't know but in what way I'm per- not sure if per- that's true per- personality wise or yeah, yeah you know right he's a little more I don't know if refines the word or not. And I don't know. I, I, it, we just because relationships we, work for different reasons. Some yeah. people are totally different in the, and they work, or some people are totally alike and they work. So, are you and Doug are on, on the more closer to the more totally alike uh, realm? I, what do you think, man? Uh, I, I, I think you know Paul and I are different from the outside, <coughs> but on the inside, we're the we're the same because he believes in Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. He believes in the Bible as the Word you, you of God. Value, you value the same thing. We, yes. we value the same thing. He, he loves his wife and his children and family and and being honest and being true. So so on the outside we're different, but on the inside we're not. Right. Well so, put. What will you miss the most? Do you think? I, I know what I'll miss the most. I'm telling you, I'm going to miss the coach's office of uh, sharing everything and tears and crying and arguing and fighting and, and going away mad and laughing and celebrating high five. Uh, I, I will miss that dearly because you can't manufacture that in too many other jobs. I mean, you can't name me a job out there that can manufacture that type of human emotion to extremes, extremes. I mean, we, we we would argue sometimes deeply and angrily in a coach's office, but we didn't leave that way because if you're really making huge decisions, especially when you're take, talking about kid decisions and, and it's somebody's child. So it can be extremely emotional. But but then when you have a gel staff like I had and you leave, then have to be on agreement. We say, all right, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And and that's what happened. And then the kids. I miss the kids. The kids. Oh my gosh, man! The kids keep you young. Care how old you are when you're working with teenagers, young people. They keep you young. Uh, they can be so honest and so uplifting. And you know, when a kid, you know, puts his head on your shoulder and he's in tears because he just lost his mom. Man, how do you manufacture that? You're holding him and you're hugging him. Uh, and you know, a kid. A kid's homeless. You know, a kid couldn't stay at his house last night. 
you know, and you're, you're having a conversation with him. And, you know, he's not to do what with his future. I mean, you can't manufacture that stuff out in, in, the, in the real world in most jobs. So I will miss the relationships deeply. Right. I know a lot of coaches, they, they enjoy the practices and just the interactions that you're referring to. More The games are just the secondary thing to all of that. And you guys seem the same way. Like the games happen, but, but that's not what you enjoyed the most about the job, the, the, the games. Well, th- think about the hours you put in with the people during the week. Yeah. The game is just tiny. And you have to, and you have to like what, what what you're doing to put in that many hours. Okay, you cover sports. Yeah. F- football is the only sport to play once every seven days. Once yeah. every seven days, well, that's a whole lot of time in between. That's six days for uh, preparation. That's the beauty of baseball and basketball. Let's use those examples. You play sometimes every other day, or sometimes two days in a row. So I mean, it, it's and then the practice is, it's 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 a lot. Yeah. What will you miss, Paul? Definitely the relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And w- whether it's uh, coaching staff, players, um, it's what it's it's all about. Right. And we've we've said many a time, um, you never know who's listening, you know, because we we've had players that we thought were, man, they 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 love us, they love this program, they're coming back, and you never see them. And then there's ones that you think weren't listening to you, hated your guts, and, and they're the ones coming back telling and you're at their, thanking you're, you. You're at their and, wedding all of a sudden, yeah. Um, it's you, you never know. You never know how you're gonna how you can touch somebody, mm, right? Change them, right? Hopefully for all, more for the better than than the the opposite, but right. So so what's next? What's next, Doug? You aren't not going to be golfing with Paul, it doesn't sound like. So. No, I won't be golfing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get another job. I won't be hanging out at home, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm not a – I like home, don't get me wrong, and no, I, I enjoy know. going home, but when I'm supposed to be working, I'm going to be working. Right. So, so you, I mean, are, I've been doing that all right. my life, and there's no way I'm going to stop working. I mean, you can only you can only fix so many faucets, cut the lawn so many times, and wash the car so many times. Right. <laughs> Uh, you you recently turned sixty five, but you said you don't feel like you're sixty five. I, I don't feel sixty five. I, I I don't realize I'm sixty five until I look in the mirror, and then I realize I'm sixty five, <laughs> but I don't feel sixty five. Right? Is, is Doug? Has he kept you young too, Paul? Absolutely, absolutely. He's. I'm just telling you. I'm. I'm gonna. I I missed like this past year not not teaching. I'm. I don't miss the classroom teaching part but i missed the camaraderie because you know i had it with him and 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 a lot of other teachers at school I'm, i miss that i don't miss all the other stuff um and i'll i'll miss the time you know i'll miss the time um yeah we 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 do a lot of laughing um and and we and we cry um but we've done more more laughing well I, and, I, and i think uh i'd like to think we we've we've done more good than than harm to the Catoctin mm-hmm. program. I, I imagine the weekly breakfast at the Mountain Gate will continue. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now I got to remember that's Friday because I because I, <laughs> I'll go to bed tonight and I'll, I'll wake up every day's a Friday. I'm, right? right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not just a breakfast. That's the Bible stuff. Yeah, it's Bible. And, okay. and then yeah. and then we eat breakfast. Is it, is it just the two of you? Or oh no, no. Right? There's no. other guys okay. there. I'm from yeah, Middletown okay. too. Yeah. Okay. A couple guys from Middletown yeah. and a Thurmont guy. Oh, fantastic. So. It used to be used to be. Um, um, uh, ben Wright, Ben yeah, Wright, has come too before ben he came. passed. Okay, yeah. he came with us a couple of years. So, <laughs> yeah. how, awesome. how how big is the, how big does a group get? Sometimes, well, it's not that yeah. big. Okay. I mean, that yeah. was the biggest when Ben was alive. Eight. Right, that that was eight. But net, now we average about five six. Okay, fantastic. So, so you're you're going to get another. This is not going to be just lounging around on the beach playing no. golf retirement. Absolutely, yeah. not. that is not right. his style. No. Right, God well, What type What type of work do you think you'd be interested in? Well, I, I don't know, and I have a summertime job already. I work for a Mountain Gate restaurant. I'm okay. one of their outside uh, maintenance guys. Okay, uh, but that's only a summertime job, so I need to find a winter job. So, not sure what I'm gonna do. But your background is in construction and fixing things, right? Uh, no, I wouldn't call it that. That's Paul's background. That's, that's Paul's background. Right I'm okay. I'm a fix it wannabe. Okay. I'm a fix it wannabe. I'm not. I'm he's, not a fix it. He's a good. So, he's a good worker. Yeah, but, hard worker. but you, but like, I'm not handy at all. I can't fix anything if it breaks. You, you can fix something. If it I, I can, I can seal the outside of a building. That's what I'm good at. <laughs> okay. And, and that's the truth. I can seal an outside of a building. So nothing, nothing's getting in. Nothing's Correct. getting out. Correct. Okay. So I'm good okay. at that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
can you see yourself coaching on any can you see yourself in a lesser role as, as, as a football coach? Not that. Oh, not the guy oh, oh I always say one day I would love to have been assistant coach, and that's the truth. And that's the day. I would. I'd have loved to show up and say, "All right, coach, what do you want me to do today?" I always said I would love that, but but right now I don't see that right now. Okay. Uh, I don't see that right now. Right now, I'm I'm I'm, I'm stepping back right now. Well, will you go to games at Catoctin, or will it be too hard uh, to, to to show up and not? I, I'm not I'm not yeah. telling you what I'm doing. Anything. I have no uh, idea you, what okay, I'm doing. You, you or don't. Not you don't doing. Know I'm not you, coaching next year. The that's, next that's chapter is totally blank. Um, right. Uh, and as far as coaching point, goes, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get in the work world. And, right. And be working. Right. Okay. Uh, Paul, but Paul, uh, you don't know what your what the next step for you yet is either. Um. No, I'm 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 not sure as far as coaching. Yeah, coaching end of it. Um, Sounds like you want to coach somewhere. No, nah. no, not just anywhere. Okay, and it, it would have to be with the the right person, right people. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't see it being anywhere but Catoctin. But you never know. Um, but I. I, I don't know. Could you I, I'll a, be honest with you. I don't know. Could you coach a Catoctin without Doug? Only if uh, the the head coach's last name was Williams. Okay. Right. Okay. And then I might put that one more year in. Okay. But a lot of things have to happen for that. All right. That. Uh, Wednesday this week, you guys were honored at the State House in Annapolis. What was what was that experience like? Good. It was oh, awesome. that that was I mean I I'm going to put it together in a nutshell. They made us feel like we were somebody, but we were nobody. And that's the truth. We went down there and they honored us in front of both the House of Representatives and the Senate. And the Senate that was amazing. And then they took pictures, and we, we were in the Did same— you take a picture with the governor or uh, Governor Hogan The lieutenant or, governor. Uh, lieutenant okay. lieutenant yeah. governor. He was governor nice Wayne. as can be, man. What a nice guy. And then they uh, t- uh, took us into the room uh, where uh, George Washington resigned. Wow. Oh, and then we walked the same steps as Thomas Jefferson. And then we are in the same room of four of the people who signed the Declaration of Independence. What a historical event. And those people down there who decided a lot of our laws in the state of Maryland made us feel like we were somebody. It, they, it was special. Did they feed you too? No, they didn't no, feed us. No, because no, okay. they were working. They interrupted their meeting, both right. of them. To, to introduce us and and, and shake our uh, give, and give, give us a standing round of ovation applause. round of applause. Yeah, nice. So nice. it was yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. Very nice. Very special. So, probably easier than diving in icy waters like you did this morning. For, <laughs> That's for, correct. For, for, for That's the correct. Cold <laughs> plunge. It's much yeah. easier. You, you said you, you said that takes your breath away when you hit that. Or it'll water. take your breath yeah. right away. It'll yeah. take the air right out of your lungs. You, you have to die. You have to go right in. Right. You can't. You like, cannot tippy toe in that. Oh, you won't make it. You would not. You have to. Pile drive in, and then you pile drive out. Right. And how long do you have to do? You, you have to submerge yourself? Or, uh, well, yeah. you have the choice to, but everybody else, they have frogmen yeah. out about 30 feet, somewhere around there, because cause they don't want to lose anybody, because right, yeah. you can't see right. in the Chesapeake, because right. it's cloudy. So the, the goal is to go down there and high-five the frogmen, so you're, you're chest deep. You're this deep. So how long are you in the water for? Oh, 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 okay. seconds. You ain't hanging in there. Right. And where you wear, you're not you're not wearing a wetsuit. You wear, oh no, you're not wearing a wetsuit. Yeah. The frogmen have wetsuits on, but yeah. we we don't. Right, Paul. This is something you could do in your. In, in I, your could, I could. Yeah. I could. You know, I could die doing it. Um, <laughs> my, with my wheels, I I can't plow in and plow out anywhere. I'm 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 a lot slower. You so you that, couldn't get out to the frog. You couldn't get out to the frog. I'd man. want to high five, and I'd probably be like saying, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> Paul will be the guy in the shore cheering everyone on. Is, 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 is they, is they, well, now in his younger days, he'd have done that. Oh, younger yeah. days. Younger days, I would yes. have done Right. Now. And, of course, this was for a good cause. You were raising yeah, money this for, is for, 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 for all, the Special all, Olympics. All yeah. proceeds goes to the Special Olympics. And the guy told me today it's one of the big – Maryland's uh, polar plunge is one of the biggest in the country. So the guy said today, right? And, and awesome. do, you, do you do you do you have to go around like giving collecting donations? Yes. and stuff like yep, that. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way you can pay to go do it. You right, have to yeah. raise money. Okay. Okay. Are you doing limits. it next year? I'll let you know then. Okay. I'll do it if Doug does it next year. He can't. Wait, do it. Oh no! Wait, well, no, <laughs> hold on it. here. Now you just said that on. You, you, this, what, you what? can't do that, huh? 
I didn't say I was going out high five in the frog men thirty feet out there. But, but, but you, I might you, go just uh, waist deep. Well, now hold on. Now this is not a podcast. Yeah, yeah this, well, this is recorded. Though. We can you, we can edit that. There's no delete. There's no delete. You might want to edit that part. This is this is this is set in stone now. So, but but, but wait, what, what was the wording? I might. Did you say I might or I will do it? What, what, what was the wording here? We're putting you I on the spot. I thought it was might. Okay. Well, it might. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we'll let you wiggle off the hook if you, if, if you have Thanks. To. I appreciate that. So, um, <laughs> guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, congratulations on the 29 years of football. Uh, let uh, me ask something, Greg, real yeah, quick. Sure. I, I, I want to make sure that people understand how much you have meant to the Katakin community. And in all yeah. sports, not just in football, but in all sports, uh, I know Norfolk County uh, doesn't get as much recognition as, as everybody else because the population is lower. But you have done an amazing job well, of thank you. recognizing us and, and uh, you, letting know that you know we live up there. So uh, thank you very much over the years. Absolutely. I'll be yeah. following you up Route 15 because I'm going to the girls' basketball game uh, tonight. Oh, that's I, 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 to see him play Clear Springs. So that's you, awesome. You're, over in, you're in the Middletown area, Paul? Or? No, I'm, I'm – Right outside of Frederick City limits, towards okay. Middletown, going towards Middletown. Uh, uh, so you're what over past Tuscarora? Or, um, no, I'm just way. on. It's it's going towards Middletown, but okay. it's not over the mountain. Into right. the Gold Mile. All right, all right. Well, Eastview area. And we w- we wish you continued success in, in whatever the next chapter may be. We we look we look forward to, to seeing what that might be. So uh, it won't it won't definitely won't be the same uh, covering Kentucky football without you guys there. So. Um, so thanks so much and thanks to all of you for listening uh, to Graham Cullen uh, for producing uh, and we will be back with another episode next week on the final score thanks everyone thanks everyone